Chad, welcome back. Hello. You're listening to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast with Kevin and Chad. And who else? Well, Abraham is back home. I bet he might be listening. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. Let's stop the music. Oh, you want me to stop the music? And let's give a little... A little back. Golf pop. A little gap. A little Abe. A little Abraham Oliver, born... What is he, 11 going on 40? Oh, he is 100%... He's born... 10 days... Going on 78 years old. 10 days? 10 days. He was born on the 8th? 11 days? 11 days. Yeah, he was on the 7th. Yeah, today's the 18th. The 7th of July, 7-7. Just a good old craps kid. That's a great number. It is a a great number, right? I thought so. He came at the appropriate time. Well, congratulations to Kevin and your wife. And congratulations to Abe. Abraham what? Oliver. AOC. AOC. AOC in the house. I don't. I don't care what. I don't care what your political view is. My kid is going to be a much cooler AOC. <laughs> ah. So welcome back, everyone. We actually have somebody who's even watching the show from the outfield. The outfield. Brandon said, "Tuning in from the outfield of my slow pitch softball league." Please, somebody. Are there any angels in that outfield? That is awesome. That is fantastic. That's fun. Like, are you playing right now? Is that what you're it, saying? That's what he's saying. He's saying he's standing in the he's outfield. In My the understanding outfield. is he's standing in the outfield waiting for somebody to hit the ball to him. And he's listening one and watching us. <laughs> it's incredible. That's fantastic. That's that's now, just hardcore. What else could be fantastic is if the slow, put, slow pitch softball leagues have started bringing on athletic trainers. Because there's at least one injury every game. Torn Achilles, hamstrings, quads. Low backs, old old men and women trying to keep it up, just can't keep it up. We walked by the park yesterday. We walked by the park yesterday by our house, and we took Bennett in the stroller, and he just wanted to stop and watch the baseball. And I sat there, and I was like, "Man, it's been ten years since I've played." When I since I stopped really trying to be an athlete, I was thirty five when my last season of you know adult hardball thirty five. So I stopped ten years ago. I was like, wow, that's a long time. You know, I always thought I would be somebody that would play, particularly slow pitch softball. Um, maybe Forever? Pick, forever. I thought I'd be a, the 65-year-old guy playing it. And one, life, sports, baseball, that got in the way. And I just can't. I'm like, every summer I'm like, I'm going to join a league. And then halfway through su- the summer I'm like, I didn't join a league. Yeah. But anyway. I can't believe I'm not. My my wife's dad played soccer all the way all the way up until like a couple years ago. Oh, I guess I played some indoor soccer. You did until I was like f- maybe thirty eight, thirty nine, forty. You know what else you did? Shit, I just turned cool. forty five. Yeah, you did. I just had man. Okay, so we've had a couple weeks off. So thank you all. We took the last two Mondays off: one for a holiday, Wait, two dude. for Kevin having a baby. Yeah, it was needed. And. I'll tell you what, I can tell we've had two weeks off because I'm like so ramped up, ready to go and revitalize. I don't even remember how to do this thing. I'll tell you what, this 
we put so much time and effort into the show that sometimes you actually just need a little bit of a break, and we got it. Kevin sent me a text this week. He said, I'm ready. He's like, he's been he's been listening to y'all out there. Yeah. And he's like, I got I got some shit I need to say. <laughs> he's like, I got I got rants to go on. I got some rants. I came back from the NATA super motivated myself. I we're gonna talk about that in just a second. The NATA convention. I came back super excited. As you should have. I'm very excited for the direction of this show. Mm. Mm. We're putting a lot of time and effort into this, and we're going to make it better for everyone, and we want to make the world better for athletic trainers. The world. I'm the not big, kidding. scary I'm not, world I'm out not there. kidding. We, we just we want, to, we want to help. Number one goal. Help, help, help. Help other athletic trainers expand this lovely profession we have, get people to laugh about it, laugh at themselves, and you know what? Hopefully have some, also some tears and whatever along the way as well. Being happy or, God damn it, I hate my job. What do I do now? Yeah. Boom. So we have, who knows how long this show is going to go? Maybe 20 minutes. Maybe 20, maybe 40. <laughs> we got a fun ta- top five. We do. We I'm, have. I'm actually, you were right. I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah. We have a, a unique top five. We have uh, an FMK that. Will um, most people will be able to relate to? I think and a very, very intriguing fictional athletic trainer debate, which <laughs> we came up with literally three seconds before the show started. What, what do you, What have you been watching lately? That's, Mama been watching this. Yeah. So I think you're gonna like it. Or what, what Mama wants to watch, Mama gets to watch. Yeah, and then um, we're gonna have a very, very insightful feature topic. There's, we're going to get some people riled up. I guarantee it. It Mostly Kevin. Very. Kevin hasn't ranted since he's had a kid, so let's, ah. see, how, let's see how dad rant goes. Ah. Sim- similar. Similar. Abby got a new job. Abby got a new Abby, job. Well, Congratulations she, to Abby. She said new employer. New employer. Oh. Same job, new employer. Hopefully that new employer is treats all you well. good for you and treats you well. I was just very shocked. She said she got a new job and she's been at her job forever. She was a, she's an institution at that school. 18 years she'll be there. Wow. Crazy. Well, I'm glad you get to stay. Hopefully hopefully they came in and said, you know what? You aren't paid enough, Abby. You know what else? We're going to bring in two other people for you to mentor and then take some hours away from you. So you can be home with the kiddos. Yeah. Or home at, at on the couch watching your favorite te- television show. I don't really care. Been binging so much TV. Yeah, yeah. I have not. No. <laughs> yeah, we I got a raise. Not. They good. Good, good way, for her. Raises are important. Work hard for them, and you should get them. Um. Okay. What do you think? Do you want? Let's. It? let's do you want oh, to start you know what? the show? Let's start with our really, really, really good friends. Ooh. Where? Our really, really, really oh, good friends at these guys? Healthy Roster, who we saw just a couple of weeks ago in Philadelphia. Our good friends, Healthy Roster. Check them out, www.healthyroster.com. Right now, you're getting close to the start of a new school year. Mm. If you're in the traditional setting, maybe mm. you want to upgrade your EMR because you don't want to do one more effing year 
banging your head about how to keep track of stuff. That, man. You need to reach out to Healthy Roster. Let them know that you heard about them on our show and say, what's, how do we get, how do we get this at our school? I bet we are, we are less than a month away from football two days and volleyball two days and soccer two days. That's pretty interesting. I don't know if soccer does two days, but yeah, do they? At least the, the school College I did. did. Do you think high schools do? Think boys boys soccer? Uh, I don't know if high school soccer does two days. They did. Well, they did when the, I was in high school. The boys are in the fall. The women the women are in the spring yeah. in Wisconsin. Correct. Yeah, in Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I know COVID threw something off for a while. I don't know if they kept it that, like soccer's in the spring as well. Yeah, I'm not sure. For boys. No idea. No idea. But for all you, you know, lovely athletic trainers that are going to go back to school, definitely check out those healthy roster folks. Yeah, you have to. They're the best at what they do. They can make your job easier and also make your job more valuable. They give you the tool to show your worth. They give you a tool. Um, So we, yeah, I, I met up with... Healthy roster folk, and they um, we did a little meet and greet. So thanks to everyone who came on by and said hello. Did you uh, kiss any babies? Shake hands and kiss babies. <clears throat> I kissed no one. Did you kiss your baby? You know what? The the one of the coolest things I did was I took Bennett up the rocky stairs. Yeah. So I ran yeah, him. I ran him by myself. Just jog. I jogged mm-hmm. it up and down once, and then mm-hmm. I he wanted to do it. So I walked. Uh, I held his hand as he walked the stairs because he's still learning stairs. And it really, that's a memory I'm going to take with me forever. You bet your ass you will. Taking my kid by the hands, holding my hand, holding my son's hand, and walking up those stairs just kind of seemed cool to me. It's fantastic. Um, it was just a neat moment. So thanks. Cool. I will say this. Cool let's talk. Let's talk about. Boy. Let's talk about. Let's talk about Philly and NATA convention. Okie dokie. Uh, Philly. Give it to me. Decent city. Okay. Not very kid friendly. I can't imagine being a handicapped or a wheelchaired person in that city. Super inconvenient. Lots of bumps in the. Um, in lots the of stairs. Mm. Very few elevators. Um, it's old. No high chairs in most of the restaurants. Mm. Like, not kid friendly. Maybe they're trying to tell you something. Get Tw- that twenty-one kid and older. Yeah, no, I think so. Um, but it's just not for families, I guess. Part uh, of it being, I mean, you were basically downtown, right? We stayed, yeah, kind of, yes. Yeah, we were eight blocks from the convention, so sure. we were west. Um, some neat things. Um, I didn't get a cheesesteak. Oh, next time I'll have son to get of a gun. I couldn't find one. Within walking distance of from where I was staying, that had a, a a gluten-free sure bread. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the convention, I got some thoughts. Well, give it to me. You know what? It's it begs the question is, and this is going to be a little clickbaity. Is the NATA in trouble? Mm. I don't know. That's like a headline that would be like, oh, that's clickbait. But part of me says, man. Is, is NA- the NATA, the NATA in general or the convention? Is the NATA, well, one, is the convention in trouble? Okay. So here, here's the thing. Give me why. Here's the feedback I got. Okay. I did zero time 
doing any of the courses. I told you that a month ago I was not going to go to any any mm-hmm. lectures, nothing like that. But the people that I talked to all said the same thing. Okay. Not enough room. Not enough. It was too packed. People mm. couldn't even get in. Like, there was just not enough seats. So, like, whatever, wherever they were holding it, the the capacities were not enough for the the few that people wanted to go to. And then, then most people said they only went to a couple. Right. Scary to me. If, um, well, let's get to the second part. Second part. All right, Kevin Joyce. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. But he said he went to one class. I think Ed, I saw Ed, he said he went to one or two. So I spent all my time in the exhibit hall. Um, I had a blast. Got to meet all, um, you know, I met a lot of people. It was really fun. Kevin was there. Ed was there. Zach Dunbar was there. Kento came by. He gave us this fan. Uh, so thank you, Kento, for that. It's um, beautiful. A lot of, a lot of cool people that I got to, to meet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Met a lot of vendors. Mm. A lot of vendors. I asked them how it was going, and they all said the same thing. The attendance was way down this Interesting. year. Interesting. Way down. Like, nobody has heard an official number. The NATA has not put out an official number of yeah. what the attendance was. But okay. apparently, previous years, Vegas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, we're talking thirteen to 14,000 ATs. Okay. Where... In Philly, they were guessing maybe 3,500 to 4,000. Whoa. That's a big difference. That's like one-third. That's a big difference. Is that a big red flag? That's also one-third of one-third. So one-third of, like, in theory, there's 45,000 NATA members. Yeah. So. 45, 50,000 members? At a uh, good convention, there's about 14 to 15 which at is, the high end. Which is 25%. So yeah, I mean, twenty five percent of like fifty thousand, and then a third of that at best was it's there. like one twelfth of their membership. Yeah. Now, is that because it's on the East Coast and things are more expensive? Is it because of COVID? Who knows? It'll be interesting to see what happens in Indianapolis next year when it's in the Midwest. Probably a little bit cheaper, mm-hmm. maybe a little mm-hmm. bit easier for people to get to because it's everyone's flying middle rather than some people flying all the way across the country. Sure. It will be interesting to see what next year's numbers look like. But. Indy. Oh, Indy. I'm just wondering. I mean, that's a trend. trouble? Okay. So now what happens if next year it's down again? Then all of a sudden your vendors are like, why am I spending all this money? Yeah, that's a big problem. To not meet people. There's a crap ton of money that goes into that convention that just is a vendor paying a crap ton of money to sit there with a booth. I heard I heard it's roughly 20 grand to get a booth there. Oh, I wouldn't think that much. That's what I've been you know, if you have like a decent size, I would think a bit yeah. At least if you're a Mueller, I bet it's at least that. Um I don't even think that much. Probably yeah. like a, a half of a Mueller booth. Really? When when it's all said and done, getting people there, reserving a booth, all that stuff, your company's going to spend. Oh, you mean all of that, not just expenses? The, gotcha. With the yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. My my franchise was going to try to have a booth, and it just wasn't in the cards because one cost. It was 
the cost, you know, benefit ratio um, wasn't known yet. And it, I do remember thinking, oh, wow, it's like just flat fee of this to have the booth. But I didn't even think about travel and, you know, promotional things. Yeah. What you're going to give so, out. Yeah. So my head went to this. Mm. If I'm a business, why not just find other ways to reach people? I think it's a great opportunity for our show. I'll just say it out loud. We're looking for sponsors who want to reach athletic trainers. Yeah. There was, if you think less than 4,000 athletic trainers went to the convention, that means there are 40 some thousand athletic trainers who didn't go. You need to read another avenue to reach them. Our show is I'm going to tell right you right now. There. You're going to be able to reach us. We're not going to charge you 20,000. You work you work with us. Um how many Twitter followers do we have? We're creeping up on 4,000. Hmm, that's alone. interesting. That's a good number. That doesn't well, include our Instagram. Huh. So that that might that might be your 4,000 people right there that you can reach instantly. Yeah. Weekly. Not saying you shouldn't go to the NATA convention because I think we want to go to the NATA yeah. Co- convention. Yeah, and now if 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 the vendors back out, then I'm backing out, and well, it yeah. just spirals upon itself. But anyway, I just thought it was very interesting, and I, I, my eyebrows, okay. my eyebrows, when I heard some of those numbers, I perked up a little bit, going, "Oh boy, are we are we in trouble here as an association? Maybe we need, we just maybe we need to rethink." So, all right, number one. Vendors, reach out to the Candidate Athletic Training Podcast. Oh, I, I met a lot of vendors. I've got oh. this this book right here. I'm reminding them right now. Yeah. Reminding This them. book right here. I got lists of people that I just met. If you know, you're an athletic trainer listening to this, you know a vendor that should work with the Candidate Athletic Training guys, send them our way. You know our, you know our email. It's candidathletictraining at Gmail. You know our social media, Candid underscore ATC. It's so easy. Um, I mean, have them reach out. I think that's the entire goal of this podcast is to keep making athletic trainers more valuable. And by making them more valuable, we need to keep them in the profession. Foreshadowing. Um, we're going to hit that up. <laughs> yeah, we're going to hit that up a little bit. Um, and let's, let's try to keep the cost down of going to these conventions. Or what if... What if we could figure out how to help businesses offer reimbursement for getting educational units, meeting other athletic trainers, all of the above that you can do at NATA? That's another thing we've talked about. What if we can even just get somebody to sponsor, you know, an NATA membership? What if we can get sponsored CEUs? I mean, we're just trying to. Trying to get people stuff to make their lives easier. Yep. But then also so that they can enjoy their profession. I think that's very important for us. Why do we? Why are we candid? Why do we try to laugh every episode? And that's because we want to enjoy this crap. And when we don't enjoy it, we start getting resentful. And maybe we don't go to the NATA convention, even if it is a little expensive. I we cannot. Say, no. I will say this. I'm super excited for next year. I want to start looking at Indianapolis right now. I want to find a local watering hole. What? And plan an event, a candid athletic training event for after. Well, we'll So have, that's our goal. What we'll do is we'll we'll reach out to our resources down there in Indianapolis. 
What'll be nice some. is we can drive to Indy, so we can we take could. all of our equipment. We can do a show. We can do whatever. We, we don't could. have to fly. Like it was really hard to do it because we were getting on a plane, and oh one you had you had yeah. a kid. Even yeah. if you didn't, if, even if you went, it was going to be really hard for us. Super. If we're just getting in our car and packing up. We're gonna we're gonna bring this. We're gonna do some shows. We're gonna do some live shows. At the same time, I don't want to ever not go to fun places too. You know, I think it should go back to Vegas. A lot of people like going to Vegas. I think they need to explore some cities that the city itself draws a little bit more. Like you said, it was on the East Coast. Maybe that plane ticket from California was ungodly amount. Yeah. And now a lot of people have also, like, is the NAT in trouble on, and other podcasts are talking about this, the convention, the membership, everything just keeps going up. And it's going up disproportion to what you're getting. It's going up disproportion to like what athletic trainers are paid. And through, I would say over the course of the last five years, I've heard more people talk about not getting reimbursement for continuing education than more people getting reimbursement, which I think is a troublesome. You're thing. saying through their work. Yeah. Yeah, we just put out a poll. We just put out a poll, and seventy-five percent of people said they do get reimbursed through work. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. At least that was a poll we put out a couple months ago. Well, I wonder if they get reimbursed for travel. Somebody helped Dylan. He said it's the second time he said it's glitchy, and I don't think we're having any issues. Are we? No, I have no idea. <clears throat> so I don't think we're glitchy. Hey, let's just let's just push, push, push. Hey. So Cat Cat says she does not get reimbursed. That's too bad. I'm wondering bad. what the the rationale is for that. It's just an expense that you have to take care of. Oh, so maybe we are glitchy. Huh. Interesting. Maybe we'll talk really slow. Yeah. What do we usually do to fix things? Just push things, right? Don't we? Uh, something we popped just... up that said it's just the internet. Internet. It's just slow. Yeah. Yeah. So slow internet. Who owns this place? Yeah, Who's freaking paying this bill? Are we on the right Wi Fi here? I hope so. My spectrum. See, like hey. I'm not glitchy, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I guess that's enough of a long intro here. Should we uh should we get into tonight's show? Let's get into one. All right. And we're back. What is what is the slight white circle of death? Do you know what that is? I don't know what that is. The spinning? Is it spinning? That's the yeah. That's Are you the getting very sleepy? Short glitches. They're we're short like, glitches. We're like epileptic. Boop, boop. Maybe we're just doing that. Boop, boop. Who knows? On the count of three, freeze. One, two, three. And we're back. <laughs> There was a glitch. The Matrix. <laughs> We've never done that before. That was funny. That was actually really well for our first time. Unrehearsed. All right. What do you want to start with? Uh, top five because it's fun. Okay. Top five. And this is going to lead into our FMK too. Top five, Kevin. Name yep. a personal task you do during work. Personal task during work. Something you do during your day while you're on the clock. You can neither confirm. Just yeah. Nor deny that I've done all of these. Oh, really? I'm going to guess if you have. Pay my bills. You totally have done that. Totally have done that. 
Who hasn't? I would hope I would hope everybody has. Okay. Read. Just okay. For enjoyment, you know? I think you've done that. It's debatable. Do audiobooks count? <laughs> I listen to so then many yes. podcasts at work. Order stuff on Amazon. Okay. Shopping. Shopping. Number four. Fantasy football. Mm, I I if you catch me in the fall or or fancy basketball, so many hours. Last but not least, it's very personal time. You're going to the bathroom, aren't you? Poop. Yeah, Kevin Joyce just asked, "Does pooping count?" <laughs> it's yes, pooping does count because as a personal activity, it's, it's pretty personal. Um, it's very personal, depending. And in fact, I try to keep it as personal as possible, and. You know, I don't really like talking while I poop. I like the door shut. And so if I can find a nice quiet bathroom at work, I will. Need it. All right. You did? I bet I did okay. Um. No? If pooping's not on there, everybody lied. Pooping's not on the top five. What? Uh, Hold on. Pooping, pooping would have been next? Oh, actually, no, it wouldn't have. <laughs> Well, here's the problem. Give some people, me. some people, we're going to get into this discussion too real quick. Name a personal task you do during work. Something not work related that you do during work, right? Yep. Tie for fourth place. Grocery shopping. Grocery shopping while you're working. Like See, ordering I, your groceries for delivery. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Six people said that. Have you have you not ever done that? No, I can't do it. We do it all the time. I know you guys do. I can't do it. Well, I know so many people that do it. I, we get I, delivery, just, or we'll go pick it up. We'll just yeah. we don't have to do the shopping part. We just go park. They bring it out to us, and then go. Yeah, yeah. It no, is I, the I, time I, is so valuable. No, I like the grocery store. I like it. You're no. gonna that'll change now. That you have a I kid. Like, I like that, walking. That, I like walking the aisles. I do too. Every once in a while, but now that you got a kid, that's gonna change. We'll see, we'll see. All I, right. I, it's going to be interesting because the wife hates taking a long time in the store, but she doesn't mind going grocery shopping. But she she just wants to get in and out as fast. She as also hates online ordering. She hates it. So it's going to be it's it's going to be a weird like where is she gonna where is she gonna give in to? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and I think it's also going to affect like I don't know is the kid is the kid going to be any good in a store? So far, he is. Oh, Abby brings up a really good point. Always, when she you always do it, brings up good. When points. you do, when you do it, when you order online, you're not just randomly like, oh, you just order what you want, and not like, I'm walking through the aisle. Oh, that Twix bar looks really good, or that, like, that Kit Kat. <laughs> I should probably get that. Oh, you know what? Give me this. Give me that. Like, you're not like impulse buying. You're just being like, this is what I need. You're probably saving money. That's a legit great point. Maybe or. You're the opposite, and you're like online, and you order more than you think, and now you have excess. Uh, I have a friend that does that all the time. Really? Yes. Probably she, us. Are you talking she, about us? No, no. She orders. She does online ordering, and the problem is she doesn't like have her phone out and then go to her refrigerator. She just orders it. What she thinks like, she go, needs? Go to your refrigerator. We have done that. We've ended up with like a third or fourth bottle of ranch dressing, <laughs> but at some point we'll go through it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's Especially fine. Especially that ranch stuff. As I long put as it it's on as long as it's shelf stable, it can go in the <laughs> pantry. It's fine. Um, yeah. Yes. You do need a good yes. shopper 
a good person shopping, like if they're out of something, yeah, they need to be able to figure out what an alternative is. I'm really I'm really picky about which bananas I buy too. So that's well, what, that's, that's what kind of fair enough. Me. Fair enough with your produce. All right, so that was tied. Buy a lot of produce. That was tied with all right. So six people said grocery shop, and okay. six people also said they eat during work. I thought that'd be a given. Yeah, I guess you get to guess. fucking eat. Yeah, that's that's not personal. Well, it, I, I guess it, it can. It can be. I guess can be <laughs> depends on what you're eating, <laughs> how you eat it. <laughs> if you're deep throwing um, the banana, it should probably take some time. Yeah, eating it the long way. Um, okay, I'll, I'll give. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Some because sometimes well, you're just often, you're grazing as you're working. How often do you eat at work? Every day. No, no, no. How like how often during your day do you get to eat? Is it, do you graze? Do you have your lunch hour? Do you have a lunch hour? When I was also? in a traditional setting? No, 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 now. Now? Yeah, I know your traditional um, setting. So I will say now I, it's a little bit different. So when I first started there, I was, my role was split between the walk-in urgent care uh-huh. clinic and then being like a team, just a floater. Yeah. Now I'm strictly five days a week, the walk-in urgent care, ortho clinic. Yeah. So more often than not, because we are super busy, we're like, like when we first started, we were doing, we've doubled the volume in the last seven months of how many patients we're seeing a day. We used to see six to eight in a day. And now we're doing 13, 14, 15 patients in, in eight hours, you know, two an hour, some, you know, sometimes a third, whatever. More often than not, I'm kind of grazing, I'm I'm kind of so eating. I'm break. eating. I'm not necessarily like a full straight thirty minutes. You you only get it if it's there. So there's one built in. Mm-hmm. So we have we schedule patients 10, 10 30, 11, 11 30. Yep. Twelve o'clock is blocked off to to eat, and then twelve thirty is our next patient. No chance that's open. Well, if the provider is falling behind in the first four, they need something yeah. or. We're a walk-in clinic. Somebody arrives early. Yeah. We're trying to like not fall behind. Mm-hmm. So somebody, I'm just eating. Or somebody comes at noon and it's like you're gonna help them. You know, that's yeah. what I I I get that a little bit. People show up early, and I'm like, well, I'm I'm gonna try to get you in. I'm gonna. You're gonna try and let's s- go. Let's yeah, go. come on. Correct. Yeah. And you try and front load your schedule so the end of the day is maybe yeah. a little easier. So yeah. more often than not, I'm just kind of. St- Maybe quick five ten minute eat as much as I can ruin another patient come back eat a little bit more, but not a, like a dedicated lunch break anymore. No, not too often. Okay. All right. In third place, nine people said they spend work. They're going to be doing uh, making their scheduling, their personal schedule, setting up meetings or whatever, or personal appointments. Maybe it's I gotta I gotta go to the doctor. I'm gonna set that up, or I'm gonna go to the dentist, or I'm gonna schedule my haircut. Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So nine people are doing that. Okay. Now here's where it really broke down Ouch. in terms of listening. This is the this is the biggest gripe I have with it. Second place, ten people said they spend their workday cleaning. Cleaning. Shouldn't cleaning be part of the job? Cleaning. 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 Wiping tables. Well, That's okay. not personal. So what if it's... That's just... 
what could they be cleaning? I mean, their car, like their what? What could be part like your shoes? Um, yeah. At at work, the only thing I can think of is people that are still maybe in a realm of uh, staying at home somehow. Not yeah. sure. No, it's just not. There's just not much of that in our profession anymore. Cleaning, cleaning, personal yeah. time, cleaning. Yeah. I guess maybe if yeah, maybe if you're at home, maybe if you're an educator, maybe we had well, ten people. That's a good. That's actually like on good. Zoom. Like if all you do is Zoom. But okay, now I'm thinking back to my days of having my athletic training room. It was only mine, right? Correct. When I was in the minor leagues, it was my Who? athletic training room. So there would be times when I would have to clean. Now we would we brought in a cleaning service sure. for the big stuff. Like I never had to mop my floor or anything, but interesting organizing, wiping wiping down the you know the like the tape area, you know, making sure that there's not a box of you know the ibuprofen only has one thing in it. I mean, I I consider some of that cleaning. I don't consider that down restocking, like that's, that's, but that's that's kind of part of the job. That's now one hundred percent part of the job. Now what that's gonna like lead into our feature topic. What job has that and has set hours though, right? Not many. Yeah. Like in your in your setting, you have set hours. If you're cleaning, it's within your set hours. Mm-hmm. So it's part of your job. Yeah. That that's built into it takes you X amount of minutes to turn over a room. Yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting thought process. All right. There. First place, okay. 20 answers. One out of every five people said paying bills. Oh. You oh. you nailed it. Pooping <laughs> <laughs> on the bills. No, paying the bills. Yeah. We all do it. We all do it. All right. Let, mean, let me thank, thank God for online banking. Yeah. Jesus. Let's Christ. go through some of the other answers here. Uh, personal emails. Um, fantasy sports came up a couple Got times. It. Somebody said folding towels. Again. And you bring in your personal towels for yeah. laundry? Yeah. Personal. Uh, personal task. Wordle. Wordle came in a couple times. Yeah. So like phone online go- games. Yeah. I'm all about I'm, that. Pooping, online shopping, that. Uh, printing off the internet is something my dad would do. <laughs> my wife always said, Rick's printing the internet again. We don't need to print off the internet. I love those commercials. I think they're so good. Uh, somebody said finding recipes. They just spend their free time. That's a finding, good one. That's a really productive use that's of time. That's a really I think. good one. What yeah. am I going to cook tonight? What yeah. do I need to stop at the grocery store and not order at the grocery store? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Maybe you can order it and pick it up on the way home. Somebody now. I'm going to count this one. Yeah. And this was very specific. They said okay. stretching my calves. <laughs> so you're spending work. I do it all the time. Yeah. What, I spent. Was that you? Was that you filling out the service? It's just like going and doing some stretching while you're at work. I think that's great. I'll get. I'll give that one. Personal care, like personal stretching, that's that is a personal task. Showering, oh, showering at work. Uh, reading. I used, I used to shower a lot at work. Two people said reading. Two people said uh, clipping your nails. I just chew them. Yeah. It doesn't I don't I don't have to set aside like a five minute block. I just do it. I used to clip them at work all the time. Uh, phone calls. Just making personal phone calls during work. Have you done it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I've told I've totally found some time to make a personal phone call that I haven't made in a while. Yeah, for sure I have. Um, somebody said homework. Douche canoe. <laughs> <laughs> homework. They said they were a grad student. That is personal. Yeah. 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 Doing homework. Uh, laundry. 
personal laundry. I think I know somebody that got fired for doing that. No way. Really? Doing their personal laundry. At your former institution? Yeah. Interesting. One of the coaches. Wow. Wasn't an AT. It was. I'll tell you what. Now, it's it's a fine line when you own the business and then you own the laundry. I'm definitely going to be doing some personal laundry here. Yeah. Because there's two washer and dryers back there. And if I need to get something done, I'm going to get something done. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Brushing teeth. I oh, think that's interesting. So, <laughs> Napster. I am the real Napster. Name the movie. Um, I am the real Napster. I'm assuming Italian job. Yes, it is. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, I love that movie. Who is that kid? Who Seth. That? Seth Green. Green. Yeah. I think it's a super underrated movie. Have you ever watched the original? The old one? No. Yeah, me neither. No, but I think Edward Norton is an underrated villain. Oh God, he's a, he's a fantastic villain. Yeah, I think he's yeah. He is easily easily like one of the most talented actors of our time. I think. Uh, you know who's coming up right now? That coming on up, Miles Teller is kind of like the uh, new version of yeah, Edward Norton. I'll give you that. Um, okay, brushing teeth. Brushing teeth at work. How do you feel about it? Maybe that should be our friend or phone next week. Brushing your teeth at work. Can we it put is, that down for a, our friend or phone? Can we table that friend or phone next week? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's we'll put it up on social media. Uh, you were going to write it down for next week. I'll put it on social media right now so I don't forget. Um, otherwise, watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I Well, I'm guilty of like watching, say, is it, a, a big sporting event. Right. Is, like okay, TV. so let's make a distinction here. I won't binge a. If TV it's show. on the big TV and everybody like it, you're in your ATR. If you've got a TV, is that like just part of the job, or like that's for part, me, that's like part of the job? I'm live streaming sometimes. I'm I'll I'll pull up my phone and I'll start watching something like. No, that that's part of the job. I mean, if if it's on the the community TV, it's part of the job because okay. it's going to be on anyways. Now it's it's up to the group of whether or not those are movies or sports or whatever. I would say we've talked about it in the in the past. We we did not watch sports in our athletic training room when I was in professional baseball. Um when we would binge a TV show or we'd watch movies, man, that's 50/50 personal because there's part of me wants to say it's definitely personal because I was getting this very much personal enjoyment that I was watching one of my favorite movies or a movie I haven't seen. Yeah. But the other side of it was I'm distracted while I'm watching it, so I couldn't really pay attention to it like I could if I was sitting on my couch with a beer in my hand watching a movie. I don't know. Yeah. So that's weird. Either way. Um, wedding planning and planning vacations were also on there. Oh, yeah. Those are it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's a nice list. Congratulations that's if you're planning your wedding, five. or even more congratulations if you're planning your vacation. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought that was a really fun top five to do. That's yeah. which now is going to lead us into our FMK. Ooh, I didn't do that for the other segment, but whatever. That's okay. F Mary Kill. It's only a few people are going to be mad at you. Yeah, just me because I like the graphics. Uh, probably making it more glitchy for everyone. Uh, okay, F. Mary Kill, Kevin. Which one mm. are we doing? I forgot. You write it. So we're going to do where 
to eat your lunch. We already just we just determined top five. Where? It's okay. It's part of your personal thing. Apparently, it's personal time. Personal to eat time. Lunch now. Where do you want to eat it? Mm. Now we're we're going to assume a setting of maybe a large high school, maybe a a college setting, maybe a professional sports setting. I do apologize to the small high schools, maybe the middle schools, or even getting into some of the different... Basically, uh, if you're in your closet. Yeah, if you're in a closet, I apologize. It's going to suck. I want to do, where do you eat your lunch? In your treatment room, in your rehab room, or in your taping room? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I think this is pretty easy for me. Okay. Some got tables. Some don't. Some like it hot. Some some have floors that if you spill on, it wouldn't be that bad. Just keep coming. Come on. Let's go. What do you got? I think I'll start with my kill. Oh. I think you have to kill the taping area. Oh. Why? Um, because you're wrong. Tape spray everywhere. <laughs> you want to film over that burrito? <laughs> I'll, I'll How give about you the some sweaty sticky, feet? I'll give you some sticky arteries. If you didn't really do a good job cleaning <laughs> after that last athlete was there, mm-hmm. you really want you want to eat off that table? Good point. Good point. Also, it might be a little too high for me. Oh. I don't like to... I like to... Well, yeah. You're a sitter, not a stander? Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of my last facility. Yeah. That's going to be the nastiest, for sure. Although, if you spill, it's probably the least offensive, because it's probably your dirtiest room in your ATR to begin with. Right. So maybe you can get away with it? I'll still kill it. Okay. All right. I think I have to marry eating in the treatment room. All right. John's just absolutely. It's going bonkers. He's just like, are you freaking tired? If my mentor is listening to this, I apologize. one thing I tried teaching you. Just one rule. Yeah. We had that one rule. But just think about that. Every time we had an event, Mm -hmm. beginning of the year event, middle of the year event, end of the year event. Yep. Food. The buy, the my, the. That's I, right. The eye. That's where we ate. Because you could, your treatment area, just sit at a stool and eat off the table. Mm-hmm. It's just the most, like, homey. All right. Also, most likely, that's the area you have some sort of visual stimuli, a.k.a. a TV. Gotcha. Eat your food, zone out from your work. Sure. Get distracted. Mm. So I'll marry that. I'll F with, I actually really like eating while watching somebody do rehab. I kind of okay. feel no guilt. Gets your gets your grooving going. God, you're working so hard. Let me keep eating. <laughs> um, no fucks given. Yeah. Let me do the chips and queso while I... Evaluate your squat technique. Yeah, why don't you do one more? Are you planking for 45 seconds? That means I got 45 seconds of biting. Okay. 
So I'll F with that. Okay. Now, I probably don't have a great eating situation. Like, I'm going to have to... Some, it's got to be a handheld. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or I'm sitting on the floor. Or a bowl. With- Although, I'm a floor sitter. Yeah. A handheld. Sure. Like Zeke. <laughs> he started that, right? I would think so. Well, somebody did. I don't, I don't know if it was him. So, I'm going to F with that. What about made, you? He made it famous. What do you got? All right. You're completely wrong. Of course I am. Completely wrong. So, I'm going to marry... No, I'm not going to start with marrying. <laughs> Never start with marriage. Bye, cat. Thanks for coming. Ah, bye, cat. All right, I'm I'm gonna kill the treatment room. I don't um, need I don't need to sit I don't need to sit down to eat. I'm a, I'm a pretty much a bring leftovers in a Tupperware, bring a sandwich, um, something handheld that I'm gonna eat during work. I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to cut a steak. At work. Would you, though? If someone bought you a steak, you wouldn't eat it? I would eat it. Yeah. But this is... So, the rare time that I do need to place my food down onto something, and I'm going off personal experience, sitting on a rolling chair and getting... And maybe it's my the size of my human. You're cutting and you're pushing yourself. Oh. Like, getting underneath a table to be over the top of your plate Ergonomic is tough. And then, you know, sometimes you want to put, like, your feet on the, on the like, the the shelf underneath the table and eat at the same time. You want to oh. be comfortable. Or you do the whole straddle over the table and eat in front of you, which I got shorter legs, and so I end up getting a little uh, uncomfortable. Ooh. Kento joined. What up, Kento. Thanks for our lovely item from your, I think your home, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. Thanks for our little gift. Thanks for thinking of us. We think about you all the time too. Um, so I'm going to, I'm killing Can the you tell me area. how you straddle? Why? When do you straddle your food? No, the table. <laughs> so you straddle the table because maybe everybody else is using the stools and you, you need to sit down. Oh, and you're so saying you're, if you're, if there's more people eating than... I just was assuming or you just, just don't want to, or you just don't want to use a stool. What I whatever, but it's uncomfortable for me to sit on a stool and eat at a treat, treatment table. I, I have yet to find a treatment table that I can sit comfortably at on a stool and eat. I, I promise you. And, and there I've, are and there I've really ate at a lot of different ones. Squeaky eating. So I don't mind standing, and my taping areas I've ever had are cleaner than apparently all of yours. Well, it must be. My, I, I never had a dirty taping area. Um, never. And I would, and you just clean the table. It's the same as a sweaty table from doing treatments. And so I don't mind the random of that moment you just need to it's a stand up and eat or F. So I'm going to F the, tre- the treatment, or I'm sorry, the taping area because... In the rehab area, why I'm going to marry it. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be... You're marrying the awkward? It's going to be awkward situation of like, you need to adapt to what you're doing. But you're going to have the time. You're going to have the actual time in that rehab room to like, like you said, oh, I got 45 seconds in order to eat this food. 
And then you're going to take a break, and then I'm going to have another 45 seconds. Then you're going to move on to the next thing. And it should be a lot of hands-off for me in the rehab room. And I can have my hands on my food, and I can enjoy the crap out of my food. I just don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with them. So I'm going to marry that rehab room. Okay. Interesting. Um, If you're on the live stream, let us know what you do really quick. I don't know if anybody commented. I'm just scrolling through the comments here. Um, Nope, no comments. So most people just don't want to eat. Eat off the top of a cooler. Been there, Kev. Definitely been there. We almost did something. Kind of like like eating off a trash can at Epcot. So Dylan says his ta- his treatment area is his taping area, so he doesn't have yeah. a separate one. We yeah. we were afraid that some might have that situation, but you can get the picture. Yeah. What's next? Um, we're gonna do our friend, oh. or sorry, we're gonna do our fictional athletic trainer. We're gonna. We haven't fatty, done one of these fatty, in a while. Fatty, and, fat fats. and you apparently your wife is binging this right now, so Just you're finished. binging it. Just finished. How many seasons? I don't. Know. Five, seven, six, seven. seven. Yeah. Okay, and two movies. Two movies. I'm very excited for it, actually. How many? I haven't seen it in so long. Okay. Why did you watch it? Um, I'm assuming a pirate hooker. Okay. Which means yep. whoever I was dating at the time. Yep. It's an ex. Anytime once they be they go from current <laughs> to ex, they become a pirate hooker. Um. So a pirate hooker wanted to watch it, so I watched it with her. And I've watched it. Now twice, I'd say. Like, to the point of this last time I went through it, which I re- I think we've watched all seasons in the t- 11 days that Abraham has been born. Um, what? Mm-hmm. You watched the whole thing in 11 days? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think we started it. Don't before. you do any parenting? No. <laughs> no, we don't. So... We haven't even what given is, away what, what is there to do, Chad. He stare poops, at the thing. He poops. He eats. <laughs> teach and he him sleeps. something. What are you going to teach him? The ABCs when he's 11 days old? 100%. All right. That's why your kid is so advanced. Not he's going to he's at the 12th grade reading level and he's only 2. Um Yeah, we've watched a lot of Sex in the City. That's what we're talking about tonight. Sex in the City. Is it Sex in the City? Or sex and, and the city. Sex, sex in the city. Sex with the city. Sex. Sex from the city. Sex. Sex has a city. Sex in the city. All right. Everyone's favorite city sex. What do you, okay. Sex you, and the city. What do you think of the show? It's been so long since I've seen it. It was fine. Yeah. Um, I was fine with it. I. This is what I. Came, this is the conclusion I came to. One. It. There are there are some awful awful like examples of how to live your life in that in that show. Sure, but this is what I think. So much better, so much better than any kind of whatever city housewives edition you like. Mm. So much better than any of this other reality crap TV. That has nothing to do with reality. Sure. I, I found it fine. I think sometimes they try a little too hard to make it um, poetic. Poetic. So she's a writer. Mm-hmm. She needs a storyline, a tag, or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes they try to... Like, I hate when, when people really have to weave in, like, force it in there. Yeah. Like, this there's ties a, into everything. There's a lot of, like... 
Um, uh, distance, re- distant relationships, friend mm-hmm. or foe. So we haven't talked about who we're going to talk about. Are we just doing the four main characters? Yeah. All right. Well, before we get to that, mm-hmm. were you a were you a team big or a team? Was it Aiden? Oh, yeah, it was Aiden. Bigger Aiden. Um, I'll give you this one. Mm, you're thinking hard on this. Well, so this time around, I did not watch every episode because I would I wouldn't be at home, and you know, Mama wife would be watching it without me, and I didn't care, of course. So I didn't get to dive really into the the multiple relationships of Aiden and Carrie. Um, you get big throughout the entire thing. I do remember the first time I watched it, because I watched every episode, being Team Aiden. More from the standpoint of this, though. That dude got screwed. Yeah, that's kind of how I came across, like, too. I, I, I'm I on the same page there. I was a Team Aiden guy. Like, he, was, he just was being him, and he was just getting, I don't know, from the top rope, elbow from the top rope sometimes. I think dudes get a bad rap in the relationship game when... They get their hearts broken just as much as women do. Yeah. Now, I do <clears throat> think the storyline ended up the way it should have from... I forgot. At the end, she ended up with Big, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's another... Spoiler. There was another guy in there, too. The Russian. I don't remember that. That's like the last season. But... And I watched, I think I watched the first movie. I didn't watch the second. But I'll say, not a bad show. It's really not a bad show. I like some of the some of the guys that end up in the show, the the main boyfriends and husbands, they're freaking awesome. They are good men for women that are traveling through world the world looking for them. And they found them. I, I really do. I think that. And I like I like sometimes that they do emphasize towards the end of the show that not every guy's a fucking asshole. Because they're not. I, There's some great dudes out there. I agree. Yeah. So, Charlotte. So we got the four main. Carrie, Miranda. Carrie, Samantha, Charlotte, Miranda. Samantha. Okay. Who do you want to go first? Uh, I mean, go Charlotte. Oh, so she's she's the more practical anal, right? She's no, it's Miranda. Miranda's a lawyer. Charlotte. Charlotte's the dark-haired one, right? Yes. Is she like the type A, like obsessive, like I need Keep everything going. clean, organized. I can't have anything out of place. Kind of like my wife. She is. Um, she is definitely particular about. A lot of things, and then she's the one that had the relate was married. Yep, couldn't conceive. Is that correct? She's a very proper. Everything's mm-hmm. very proper. Yeah, and then she correct. She actually becomes Jewish to marry her husband, and that's kind of part of like their like he's he's a little more of a a dirt dirty guy. Maybe leaves his underwear on the floor, kind of guy. Um, yeah. Charlotte's very proper. So, oh, by the, uh, very, very by the book. Yeah, I think, I think I'm down on that. Okay. 
I think I want somebody that's not going to be afraid to get a grass stain on their khakis. Yeah. Very uncomfortable with change, too. Correct. Say. Probably very book smart. Maybe going to be the best AT educator. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a good student. She, I can't remember. Was she ever in like any pressure pack situations or not? Because she's so like organized and like. Oh, I mean, maybe. I mean, depending on how you view a pressure pack situation, but she usually, usually ran from a pressure situation. She was pretty loyal in terms of friendship, though, right? Was she pretty incredibly? Like she was like incredibly. the. She was the one that everybody went to. Was that Carrie? Carrie being the main character, yeah. everybody went to her. But for like Charlotte, to, for Charlotte like the, was like the the. Was she the best friend? Uh, was she Carrie's best friend, or was that? They kind of all go in and out, but like, to me, she was the the morality barometer. Sure, she was very much the. I don't. We don't. We don't talk about the. We'll just call it like the transgressions that happen. That might be considered, mm, I don't know. You had to hide the truth taboo. from her? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. She's not going to make the best athletic trainer then if you can't deal with that stuff. Nope. All right, next. No, but she would hold people accountable. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, who's next? Miranda. <laughs> Lawyer. <sighs> Book smart. Super type A. She is Okay. I mean, she's probably the character I remember the least, to be honest. So, just give me a refresher. So she was the smart one, the the lawyer, lawyer, red hat. Like she she's was the, the one that really had trouble finding she had someone. Kid. She was always single, wasn't she? Mm, they all have trouble finding. I mean, well, nah. Samantha never had trouble finding anyone she, for the night, and then she eventually had so much trouble that she found somebody that she tried pushing it away. Um. Miranda is the one that has the kid early mm. and then eventually marries the guy that she had the kid with in the future. Had to, at the, the kind of the end of the story, you know, she moves out of the city, doesn't like it. She's a partner at her law firm. I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Uh, um, really, really hard to get out of her. Comfort zone. Bless you. Um, and really hard to get her out of like her routine. If everything didn't go to plan on for her, she had a hard time adjusting to that. It was kind of one of her downfalls with trying to find a mate is that she didn't compromise with that mate very often. Because she always had to be right. She was. She had a hard time being a mom. Like she didn't feel like. A motherly person. Yeah, didn't she, she eventually gets there? Didn't obviously. have the emotional. Yeah, side of it. Yeah, I think that's also going to make for a hard athletic trainer. If you can't emotionally connect with your athletes, huh. Dylan. Yeah, Dylan's I agree. Like, I've never seen this before. Well, we're going to do that the next two weeks, I think, or the next couple of weeks. Sometimes is, we mean, do it. That show was the problem is we have to we have to come up with. We have to come up with what we're going to talk about more than five minutes before the show starts, Dylan. This one, this one came up. So when you do your show. 2004. So it ended in 2004. It's incredible. I mean, that was you, 18 years ago. So 18 years ago. So Miranda's going to be decent at evals. 
Because she's oh my god, Miranda would be a fantastic. I think Miranda would be a good educator, like preceptor. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think she would also be very, very good in a clinical setting where it can be you're here at 1230 to get looked at. Yeah. She would not do well with, oh, practice changed. Mm, no. Well, then I'm not going to be here. I would say now Samantha. Samantha. Oof. She's going to She's going to have the most AT no, friends. No filter. She, she's going to she's going to befriend her athletes the best. Easily. So she was a PR person too. So she she could play the game is what the way I would describe it. She could schmooze the front office, schmooze the administration, but then also be with her athletes making them uh feel like she cared solely about them, right? Yeah. Like that she was putting all of her effort into them. She's also going to be the AT that runs into her athletes oh, yeah. at the bar at 1 a.m. and is like, hey, how's it going? Um, Which I've never done. She was very ever, often a... Ever. She was very often... <laughs> ever. Never done that before. Ever, ever, ever. She was very often the confidant. People would go to yeah. her because they know she's not going to tell anybody because she's probably done something crazier than I just did. If she was, she would host candidate athletic training. Oh well. my she goodness! She would just tell it like it is. She would do a great job hosting. This she show. could co-host it. Oh my! So in that respect, she'd be good in in terms of telling the athlete. Man, I think she'd be really good at the rehab. Yeah. She she would have no qualms about telling the athlete if they were doing something wrong. She's a good motivator. Or incorrect. She's a good motivator too. Yeah, she could get people to do things that they normally couldn't do. Okay. Carrie, super observant. Very. <coughs> um, Very like what would be. Um, she's always in her head, right? She's always thinking. Mm-hmm. She's always like. Which analyzing. I don't know if that's. That might be a drawback. Maybe. Sometimes I was just thinking she's uh, can be a little indecisive. Oof, that would that I would agree. So that I would agree. I think being an athlete trainer, I think being decisive is probably the number one quality. They all have this issue to a certain extent, but her more than most. Yeah. Um. They choose fashion over function all the time. She chooses it all the time, like. Her, she would. You can't work a football game in some four hundred and eighty dollars Manolo Blahniks, which are high heels, Chad. Mm. Very expensive Italian shoes. Um. Now I would say, <laughs> Carrie being a little bit of the thought-provoking one, I would say, like yeah, she's, for sure, she's the one that's might challenge the traditional more often than anybody else. So she... Because she was a little bit of a hybrid of each each character. Like an early adopter of the anti-ice movement that... Yep. She would have written in her article, should we ice or should we not? But she would have came up with something very clever. She was the forward to Gary Reinhold? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. 
Okay. Uh, let's see. What do you got? I mean, do we need do we need to break it down more? I mean, no, I'm good with it. You have one in mind? Yeah. I'm going Samantha. That's what I, that's who I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say Samantha too. She's also like, she's just perceptive. Yeah, witty. Kind of doesn't edgy. Care. At times, the perfect time to not give a fuck. She comes out with it, and I think athletic trainers freedom every once in a while need a little more. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do the right thing. Who's the hardest working of the four? Hardest? Is that Miranda? Depends on how you look at hardworking, but I think you would you'd have to say Miranda or Samantha. Samantha? They, oh yeah. Oh yeah. She works pretty hard at being a really like dominant PR. PR person. Yeah. Even more. All right. I'm yeah. I'm with you on that. We're gonna put it up on social media and maybe we'll just see. Yeah, Damn, why not? We re- we really should do maybe we maybe we should we start coming ourselves. up with these more. I feel like we aged Yeah, ourselves. none of our live streamers have ever seen a damn show. We're too old. Maybe. Um, I think. All right, we're going to do our feature topic. Let's go. We really do age gracefully here, you and I. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right, Kevin. So let's let's talk about the chicken and the egg here in the athletic training the world. Chicken or the egg? What would it be? In what would the equivalent be in our profession? Well, this is where my brain's been at lately. I've been listening to a lot of athletic training, other athletic training podcasts. I've been listening to competitive a lot of like. Uh, I guess, speak of why and how and, like, what should be different in the athletic trainer, athletic training world, in the profession. Why does it, like, why does it have to be like this? Why is it, like, we still have this old school mentality of this? Um, And I pose the question of, if if we really want athletic training as a profession to be adaptive to what we want our personal lifestyle to be is what we really want to be an athletic trainer. Man. An athletic trainer signs up for football and basketball and volleyball and all these sports. In the, in we, the traditional we, setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's where I'm going to say a lot of people I've been listening to and kind of trying to develop some some new ideas of what's going on in the athletic training world nowadays versus five years ago, what people are complaining about. These are traditional setting athletic trainers that kind of want to be an athletic trainer but also want sports to not be sports. They want sports to not be at 7 o'clock at night. They want them to not consume hours in their day. They want them to not change due to weather or due to coaching, due to practice changes. Um, there, I've always struggled with this idea of... Tidy. Little boxes. Yeah. 
I've always struggled with the idea that as an athletic trainer, and people say, why did you get into this? Most of us have a this really easy answer of like, you know what, growing up, when I, and even like as I was a young adult, I really liked sports. I thought I should work somewhere in sports. I think sports were really entertaining to me, and then sports, and then sports, and then sports, sports, sports. Oh, I got hurt when I was in sports, and then so sports, and then so I went to athletic training. I think we're dangerously approaching this this era of athletic training where we want athletic training, but we want also the cake. And what I wonder is if there were twice as many athletic trainers, could we have our cake and maybe eat a little bit, eat, eat it too, right? So could we have a better work-life balance if we had more athletic trainers? If we had more athletic trainers, maybe there would be more uh, awareness of the greatness that is an athletic trainer, so therefore the job would be a more valuable job. The easy math is more athletic trainers equals less money to pay athletic trainers means less pay for each athletic trainer. But I think if we created more or had more athletic trainers, now all of a sudden companies are saying, I want athletic trainers because they do X, Y, Z, A, and G when I can pay them appropriately and I want more of them because they do a very great job. Now, there is a caveat to that, that there's a lot of overlapping healthcare professions, right? But if we had more of them, maybe we could get more of these wishes that athletic trainers have. The wishes that more people would pay attention to what we want to do or pay attention to what we need. Um, but people leave the profession. So my chicken and egg proposal right now is, is the profession in trouble because people are leaving it? And if people are leaving it, are we not giving it a chance to grow, right? Or do we need to create a better profession so more people come into the profession? Are we? Do we keep shooting ourselves in the foot because people... You're looking at and listening to two athletic trainers that were in the traditional of traditional settings of sports, 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 sports that now aren't in sports at all. We work in clinic settings, two different style of clinic settings, but we both made that decision off of it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to have a better just life balance. And if I can start creating a better life balance for myself. Maybe that is infectious to other people. But I haven't covered a sport in three years. I think the last time I, I did like a camp, or no, no, I did like a volleyball tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not covered a football game since I was in school. I haven't covered, I mean, I haven't covered a baseball game since I was working for professional baseball. Um, my question is, if... If more, if people keep leaving the traditional setting, how is the traditional setting going to get any better? And is it is it compound people not wanting to get into the into the traditional setting, or even into athletic training? We've talked about it 
endlessly on this podcast of almost all athletic trainers I know are no longer in traditional settings or even consider themselves athletic trainers anymore. So I think it's interesting, and in, in your original point was, is the one that's the most perplexing to me. It's those that are in the profession who uh, have the biggest challenges with time, um, the hours, the travel, the pay, um, the schedule. And what you'll see on social media a lot is we need better everything. And like you, would, I think you, would, I don't know if you said this at the beginning or if it was before the show, the chicken and the egg is if you want to be an athletic trainer, if you're signing up to be an athletic trainer and then you immediately get that position and then it's not what you expected, mm-hmm. it's a really tough, like, how much pull should we have in terms of it's too much. If if a hundred percent of athletic trainers say college athletics is too much, are the coaches really going to change? Mm. Or are they going to just find new people who are okay with doing what needs to be done? Because mm. I always struggled with that. I always thought the coaches had way too much control. And then I would have to stop and say, the coach is just trying to do what they think is best for the team in terms of building, uh, in terms of building what they need to, to be competitive, to be successful. And I guess a part of it is we either get on board with it or we don't. Um, is athletic training perfect? It's not. Hope to God it's not. Is it worthwhile? That's the question. That's a great stop, question. Stop asking if it's perfect. That's a great question. It's not. Again, I've probably referenced this, epi- This, uh, you know, the, the, what we called, um, I forgot what we called it. <sighs> There was an episode where we talked about the give and take or what, what you're looking for. Yeah. I think it was like episode 54 or something. <laughs> I think I looked it up once. He remembers 54. Yeah. Um, I bet it is. And knowing you, it is 54. It's not ever going to be perfect. There's oh. always going to be things to bitch about. Um, so does it check enough of your boxes to make it worthwhile? Was, What's episode fifty four? I know I'm looking it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's, if it's not, I'm I'm gonna feel st- silly. So, I was. It's like we, a one. We were driving time. out. Yeah, me and me and the lady were driving out. Um, took took Abraham on his first adventure actually, um, and we went and looked at a house, and because we're trying to buy a house, and on the way out, 
we were listening to something completely different. And they were talking about um, kind of that benefit. What What's the line of was it worth it? Is that exactly what you're saying? Like where mm-hmm. where all the crap you have to handle if you if you got X, Y, and Z are A, B, and C worth it, right? And I can give you the, the perfect scenario of when I was in professional baseball, regardless of what you think, I got paid less than um, what I would say 90% of athletic trainers that are in a clinical setting get paid. Um, I worked an incredible amount of hours. I worked and missed an incredible amount of family and friend events, but I had the possibility of maybe retiring early, maybe getting a resume built that when I do want to step away from the game, I could kind of step into whatever the heck I wanted to step into. But then two, if I did get to a position of where I wanted to get, when I did retire financially, I would be very stable. And so all of these things were worth it. All of these things I missed, it was like, it was for this greater like moment of my life. And I said that to my wife and she was like, yeah. And that's why it was like, okay. It was because when you were doing it, even your hard moments of doing it and being in this like world of like having no control it was okay because eventually we were going to reap what we sowed right that's exactly right and it it is the um but i went in i went into it knowing that and that's what like abby's kind of bringing that up like where and maybe there's an educational system that is not preparing young athletic trainers that like your life's going to kind of be hard and suck. It's not going to be easy and it's not going to be, Oh, you just need to write an email to your coach and then everything's fine. No, this is the real world. This is hard. You're going to have to work more hours than you've ever thought you were going to work, but this is what you signed up for because you probably love your athletes more than you would love. Maybe, uh, doing something, Working in a cubicle. That's the one that always gets blamed. Yeah. 54. 54 was that's what she said. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> it was after that. It's like choices. Ah, I hate when I can't remember. Yeah, Julie and I were talking about sacrifices. This. Yeah, yes. 73. 73 sacrifices. 73. I've probably talked about that episode more than any other episode. That's the one. Go back and listen to episode 73. It's about You know what we're going to do? We're going to we're going to candid replay that. Yeah. We're going to candid this, classic later this it. week. Candid classic it. Um enter the universe again. Yeah, Julie and I were talking about the same thing. It's like if you put the work in ahead of time, the struggle becomes worth it later. When it pays off for itself. The dividends. Yep. The dividends. It's yep, like yep. when we're playing Catan and you purchase a property on a two or a twelve and then it rolls, you feel so goddamn <laughs> good about it. And nobody out there who doesn't play Catan the knows dividends. but <laughs> what we were talking about. That's an inside thing between Catan yes. players. Yeah. <laughs> it pays off. You have to invest in it. And so yeah, right now if you look 
on social media, the the college setting is getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. Be turn, and there's a bubble. There's a bubble in terms of work that needs to be done and the supply of the, the people that want to do the work. Mm-hmm. And so something's going to happen. Either it's going to the work's going to get undone or something's going to have to change, but it's it's very interesting because nobody wants everybody says, you know, you know what it's like, sorry, this just came to me. Go Ronnie it's Ronnie fucking Coleman. Okay. You know what Ronnie you know who Ronnie Coleman is? I think so. He's a, one of the best bodybuilders of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, okay, yep. He said, everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but nobody wants to lift no damn heavy weights. Yes. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. Kevin and I, you know, and this is not about he, we're, we're better or anything, but like, no. we did our lifting and we got what we wanted out of the lifting and now we stopped lifting. Mm-hmm. Now we're trying something else. Now we're doing Pilates. Yeah, we are. We're doing yoga. <laughs> I even mixed it in a run. I'm mixing it in a run this week. I'm doing a what? 5K. This is bullshit. What? Ain't nothing but a peanut. That's right. <laughs> we should do our Mount Rushmore as a bodybuilder. That would be really fun. I, I used to like obsess I got, I got over three. Body. I got I used to lo- I used to stare at bodybuilding magazines and idolize all those people. It was incredible. They are they work hard. And they cheat. But anyways. And they, and they do. Um But I I think but that the thing is, you if you you got to put in the work. It, sometimes you have to. You and have so to. You can't. We're not. Get, we don't get to change. We don't. You don't always get to make you the rules. Nope. You don't. Unfortunately. Nope. Only a select few people get to make the rules. And right now, the balance of power is with the coaches and the teams. And so you can either choose to do it or choose to not do it. And it goes back to episode seventy-three. What are your sacrifices? If your time, if your family uh, is more valuable than the experience you're going to gain as the athletic trainer working long hours, don't do the job. Don't do it. But if you want the experience and the education in terms of practice and skills and you're willing to give up a few years of your life to learn it, you should do it. Yeah. That's what it's going to come down to, chicken and the egg, it's not going to be perfect. Is it going to be valuable and worth it? Yeah, man, I, I would, I would, I would really encourage people to start thinking less about how crappy the profession is right now and social media. First and foremost, if you think this profession is crappy, get off social media and see if you feel different about it. If you think anything is crappy in the world, get off of social media and see see if you think differently about it. Because when you start thinking about what's just in your close knit of things, right? If you if you didn't have all this fodder around you of social media saying, you know, this, this, then this should be better, this should be better, this should be better, you would focus on what's in front of you and maybe if that should be better for you. We we live in an Instagram world where everything yeah. needs a filter, including yeah. our profession. Exactly. And so take I, the filter off the yeah. profession. And you know, Abby has been going nuts on here, which is great. Yeah. I love I mean I love that these comments are coming through. Um Check them out when you when you jump on YouTube because I'm sure our listeners right now are giving a lot of great advice, giving a lot of good rants. Um, but just start thinking about you know what if what if we just had more athletic trainers and how do we keep athletic trainers in the profession? And it's not just pay; it's a lot of the other stuff that goes along with it. So, thanks for listening tonight. I'm glad we're back. 
Chicken or Egg, Canada Athletic Training, Canada Athletic Training at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, topic ideas, go to the Canada Athletic Training website. Um, leave them there as well. Canada underscore ATC is all the social media platforms. We are here. Thank you, Healthy Roster, for allowing us to do this. We love you. Um, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you to everybody else that we're going to be in future canoodles with as sponsors. Um, and I can't wait to see everybody. I'm sorry I missed everybody that did go to NATA, but I can't wait to have maybe everybody here at this work of establishment here that I have. So have a good night. Love talking athletic training. Bye.